Hey, beautiful kingdom dwellers. Welcome and welcome back to the Kingdom Talk podcast. Say with me, where we let the one who created us be the one to define us. Midway through me saying that, I was like, girl, give it some, give it some, uh, give it some. uh." So that's why I was like crunching my fingers. (laughs) Promise you I'm not weird. Okay, I'm not weird. Actually, I am very weird. I'm sorry. Not sorry, because, you know, we love the way God made us. I'm so excited, and mostly, I feel very rested for this episode. I feel like this episode is going to be quick and simple, just because the message that I have for y'all is just quick and simple. Honestly, I have been very grateful. I've been very... I've been very grateful for where God has put me and grateful to see the podcast grow. I will always tell y'all, I never take this for granted. The fact to to sit here, that I can sit here is a privilege in itself. So I'm very grateful to be here. And as you can tell, my energy is very like, <laughs> my energy is very like low and composed, but I'm very, don't be fooled. I'm very excited. I'm just you know what I'm saying? Your girl's in school, so it's a lot. But despite that all, and despite all of that, I'm very grateful and I'm very happy. I'm very peaceful inside. And so thank you, Jesus. Thank you for just making it a reality for us to just sit with you. Just sitting with the king himself is honestly enough for me. And it will always be, even if anything, even if he never does anything else for me, y'all, all I need is the presence of my father and I am good to go. Anyways, have you ever been stressed about life? I know we've all been stressed about life, kind of feeling like you're not going anywhere. Nothing is working out. You know what I mean? In the moment, there's little inconveniences that don't just don't make sense, right? It's bugging you. It's getting on your nerves. And then it's also attacking your self-esteem. Making you feel like, and obviously the enemy's going to take and He's going to use that opportunity for himself. Spewing all the lies that he can. You're not good enough. Who do you think you are? What do you think you can do? And honestly, that has been the story of my life. Many times, God has always, and he's so graceful, but he always reminds me of the end in mind, which is something I've been thinking about for the last two hours. I was not thinking about it this week at all because I was trying to understand why is the end in mind so important? You know what is interesting to me? is that toxicity is comfortable. And I noticed that because there were times where I had a choice to believe different, but I just believed the lies. And it was easy and comfortable. And I remember today, this morning, I went, (laughs) I ran into an inconvenience and I just broke down because I had already been stressed the whole week. And I'm a very emotional gal. I don't hide it. I'm very sensitive. And I think that sensitivity is a beautiful thing. 
because it's it overrides everything right i'm sensitive emotionally but also spiritually right and so i think it makes sense and so i just broke down and i i just i just i just i just didn't want to hear it it was a small thing but i was blaming myself and i was the inner critic i don't know if you guys have this inner critic but this inner critic was coming at me crazy like oh my gosh like you're a failure you're basically a failure like what are you doing with your life like what are you doing and <laughs> i was crying thank god because god speaks through people in my life and i'm so grateful because through someone that god used they encouraged me and they told me um you're doing what you need to do and you're okay like you're going to be okay you know that right and i didn't understand that i didn't understand how 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 could someone be so sure that I'll be okay? Because I'm like, what if I'm not okay? What if I'm not okay? What if, what if, what if? And it's the what ifs that be taking me to the moon and back. And I was talking to my mom. We we're driving home today. And she told me, she was affirming me out of nowhere. I was like, she just started affirming me. And she was like, you know, every time that I see you, I see, I, I never see an ordinary person. Even when I pick you up from school, even when, you know, I'm picking you up from an appointment or something, I never see you as an ordinary person. You always look like you're meant to go and be somewhere bigger than this, right? And she told me that. And again, I wasn't connecting dots until I got home and I was really praying to God to help me speak to y'all because honestly I didn't know what I was going to sit here and talk about I really did and I was so stressed and I was asking God what do you want your people to hear because it's good to discern when God is speaking to you and when God wants to speak through you and so I think when I sat down I was I just heard the the the, the phrase begin with the end in mind and what does that mean begin with the end in mind is looking at something from the end backwards because what that does is that it gives you a holistic perspective. This is a whole, right? You're looking at something as a whole, not as a part of it. And I'm going to tell you, Holy Spirit, please give me the strength to say this the way you told me. I'm going to read you two verses. Okay, these are verses that you know, probably already, you know, memorized. You know these like the back of your hand, right? Second Timothy one verse seven. For I have not been I have not been given the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Okay, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. When you are stressed about a moment in time that's not working out, what you're doing is you are, you are focusing on a part of a whole. When really what we're supposed to be thinking about is how does this connect to the next thing and the next thing to the next thing, creating a pattern that becomes a whole. How do I put one puzzle in front of the other? But the problem is, 
that the enemy wants us stuck on one puzzle that we never connect to the other puzzle. One puzzle piece connects to another puzzle piece. What do you do when you're playing a puzzle game? You're connecting pieces, right? If you can't find one piece for that specific place that you're trying to connect, what do you do? You look for another piece. But in the end, they're all forming to create one thing. One thing that I've felt very, very convicted of lately is that I'm falling into the enemy's traps of uh, I'm falling too easy into the enemy's traps of believing every lie. And I asked God why that is, and he told me it's easier than believing the truth of your reality that you really are okay. You're so used to being this critic of yourself that you never allow yourself to breathe because you feel like if I don't be the best that I can be, if I don't achieve the best that I can achieve, if I'm not breaking my back, I'm not doing anything with my life, but that's not true. That's what the world teaches us, but that's not what God teaches us. And it's very interesting to me that God, he understands that I have a process, but he wants me, God yearns for me to pick the, the, the path of freedom of freeing myself from that. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. A hope. The reason why the enemy is so adamant about taking your mind in the moment is because he doesn't want you to hope in the future. The word hope is very important in the Bible. Because what does hope do? When you're hoping for the best, when you're hoping for the future, it opens your imagination. What is your imagination? Your imagination is a God-given mind. Have you ever seen that your imagination imagines things that your flesh never thinks is possible? Because your imagination is connected to the eye view of God. That's why sometimes it feels out of touch. That's why sometimes it feels out of place. Like there's no way I'm ever going to get to that point. But the reason why the enemy wants you so focused on the what if it doesn't happen is because he doesn't want you to see what if it could happen. What if it could happen? What if you really are okay? What if you really are okay? What if now is connected to the future? A prime example of this. Look at your past. And look at where you are now. Look at where you were two years ago, three years ago. Look at where you are now. I remember when I was in high school, I was stressing, worrying about so many unnecessary things. I went to my high school. I went back to my high school this um this past weekend. No, actually yesterday. <laughs> I'm back to my high school yesterday. And everything felt so surreal because I remember the moments that I walked those halls thinking my life had come to an end, letting the enemy tell me lies about myself. 
But looking at where I am right now, everything that he said was a complete lie. I was never going to be a failure and I did not come a fail I did not become a failure. He said I was never going to be happy. I am as satisfied as I can be in the place of fullness of joy right now than I have ever been in my life. He said I'm never going to achieve my goals. I have my dream body. I have my dream mind. I have my dream discipline. It's not perfect. But all of the things that the enemy lied to me about, I look at my life now and I'm like, those are lies. Beginning with the end in mind lets allows you the hope in the things that are waiting for you so that your actions can transcribe to that hope. And so you begin to work from the perspective of holisticness, of wholeness and hope. Now, the holistic that I'm talking about is not, probably not what you know. I'm not talking about meditation. I'm not talking about manifestation. I'm not talking about none of that, okay? I'm talking about holistic. A heart of holisticness, a wholeness, let me say wholeness, is thinking of everything as it's all coming together. Everything works together. For those who love the Lord, everything works together for those who love the Lord. Everything works together for those who love the Lord. This moment in time, you're looking at your life and nothing makes sense. But I promise you, if you start hoping, hope, faith is substance of things not seen. Hope is not seen. And I'm, I'm very sure if you go to Ephesians, there's a lot of Bible verses on hope. I just can't remember them clearly. And I don't, know, I don't want to quote something that's not what the Bible says. So that's why I'm, I'm being very reserved. But substance of things hoped for. Faith is the substance of... Thank you, Holy Spirit. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The reason why the enemy wants you to hold on to this what if mindset is because he wants to brew an environment of fear so that you never try it anyways. Because that is what directly affects your actions. See, the enemy does not have to tell you don't do it. All he has to do is create a whirlwind of fear. And your fe- the f- you act out of your fear. Your actions... <sighs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm getting the fire. Oh, where did it go again? (laughs) Guard your heart with all of your might, for out of it flows the issues of life. What does that translate to? It means that if you're not guarding your mind and your heart and you're allowing the enemy to brew an environment of fear and chaos... Guess what's going to come out in your actions? Fear and chaos. You're not even going to have a rested heart. And when you don't have a rested heart, chaos just brews more and more. And this is the challenge. You have to choose in those moments. Would you rather choose hope or fear? 
You have not been given the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. A sound mind is a mind of faith. A sound mind is a mind that allows truth. The truth of the reality is you are exactly where you need to be and you are okay. You are okay. You need to rest and know that you are okay. You will not miss what God has for you. You are okay. You're not in the wrong place. You are okay. You're going to get through it. You're okay. Because you're not holding yourself anyways. You're not the one holding yourself. God is. You don't have the capacity to handle all of you alone. God does, though. God does. Beginning with the end in mind allows you rest, eradicates fear, and allows peace. We're not called, we're not called, (laughs) we're not called to know the future. We're called to hope in the future. A sound mind is a mind that has faith. A sound mind is a mind that imagines. I'm a visionary. And God speaks to me through visions. And I cannot tell you how many times God has shown me a vision of myself and I I did not believe it. I cannot tell you how many times that God has spoke to my imagination and I did not believe it because it did not feel real. That's the greatness of where God is calling you. It feels surreal. There's no way that that's going to happen until it does, though. We forget that nothing is too hard for God. What is a grade that God can give you? Like, what is a grade that God cannot give you the tools necessary to get? What is a degree? What is a degree, guys? Let's actually think about this for real. I beg, let's think about it. What is a platform that God can give you? If it is his will. What is, a, what is healing? My goodness. What is healing that God can give you? We need to stop questioning God. And start looking at ourselves in the mirror. God, what have you told me? What tools are you giving me that I cannot see? What is blocking me? Pray this prayer one day. Lord, what is blocking me from receiving the tools that you have provided for me? We are the enemies of our own blessing. Because we would rather choose what is familiar than what is needed what is satisfactory what is soul filling and that is healing that is choosing the opposite of what you would usually do i remember for the first time let me not say well it's actually quite humbling to say that but i would say for the first time in a long time this week and last week i have not well not let's say not this week but let's say last week for sure like either the beginning of this week and the end of last week, I've really not been in a place of worry. I've not been worrying a lot. And it's been very interesting because I remember at one point I was feeling very uncomfortable. I'm like, something is missing. Why? Like, no, 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 no. Like I'm too okay. And when I said it in that moment, I realized 
I had like I was working from a place of worry so much that if I was not working out of a place of worry and everything was too calm, it felt like an issue. Too good to be true. What if it is true? What if it is? What if it is? Look at it as a whole and not as a part of something. Because when you look at it as a whole, it gives you momentum. It gives you, it gives you motivation to keep working at it because you know that this is a journey and not something that needs to be fixed immediately. You understand that. And when you do, you give yourself a chance to imagine the best of what you could be, the best of what you deserve, the best of who you are. My challenge for you this week is to start believing the best about yourself. Believe the truth of who you are. That you are chosen and not rejected. That the Lord has called you by your name. That you are his. Choose to believe that you have been, you have the numbers of hairs on your head have been counted. Meaning God has ordered every single step. Think about that. When you're tempted to go back to your old patterns, you can choose to live in the reality of delusion. Now, I'm not talking about the toxic delusion that's all over social, all over social media that is talking about how you need to be delulu and um, because that's just low self-esteem. I'm sorry if that was harsh, but it's low self-esteem and we're trying to be comfortable in low self-esteem and value, putting our value below what God has said it is. We're trying to find comfort. We're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to make, we're trying to make low self-value a trend. My God. We're trying to make low self-value a trend. We're, we're trying to make self-disrespect a trend. It's not a trend though. And I'm going to give you a free reality check. Delusional. The worldly definition of delusional is just you choosing not to respect yourself and value yourself. That's just the reality. The delusional that I'm talking about, though, that was just a sidetrack. But the, the delusional that I'm talking about is being so enamored and immersed in what God has called you for, in your relationship and intimacy with God, in a God-filled mindset that the worldly limits have nothing on you. How do you get that job? I don't know. God opened the door. People will work 10 years. You get it in five. Why? Because you're delusional in the things of God. You did not question God when he said that he's going to bring you here, that he's going to do this in you. You just allowed him to do it. Begin with the end in mind. You are okay. I'm about to cry when I say that because that is a word for me. I'm okay. Two years from now, I'm going to be okay. And my mom told me something in the car. She said, 10 years from now, you won't even imagine where you're going to be. And sometimes I forget that I'm young. I forget that I have life ahead of me. 10 years from now, I really will be in a great place because that is the hope of my future. That is faith. 
when you start applying faith, hope in situations that have no hope, you not only boost and feed your spirit, you not only shift your eyes towards God, but you also confuse the enemy. When you're praising and there's nothing to praise for, you confuse the heck out of the spirits that are trying to get to you. When the enemy trying to use somebody and you're not predictable because, my God, when the enemy tries to use somebody, but you're not predictable because you understand that there is no need for me to harbor all of these negative feelings. You confuse the enemy. You become less predictable when you allow God to work in your life. Meaning someone can just come into your life and try to shake you up. You're steady. You're stable. You're rooted. You're grounded. So that when somebody tries to offend you, immediately you're like, oh, something is amiss here. But that's hard. It's hard to have a holistic perspective, a wholeness mindset. But a wholeness mindset is freedom because it allows you to give yourself grace. It allows you to accept the love of God, the grace of God, and the plan for God in your life. Because we forget, but God has a plan for us. We have a plan. That's true. That's good. But at the end of the day, God has a plan for us. Everything will work out. It's all going to fall into place. What are we worried for? Man, I'm about to go get me some nice food, sit down, watch me some Netflix, and relax. Because guess what? It's going to be okay. As long as I'm doing what needs to be done. As long as I'm doing what my father requires of me. As long as I am listening to him. As long as I am working, letting him work in my heart, letting him cultivate the soil of my being, that whatever he says, I can absorb it with ease. As long as I am where the Lord needs me to be, I am okay. It's not everything that we need to have an achievement mindset. I got to get, 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 get. Sometimes it's like one step at a time, you're okay. So I don't know who needs to hear that. I know I need to hear that. But girl, homie, you're good. (laughs) You're good. And you are, never forget this, you are his child. You are the child of the most high God. Your father is in charge of everything that is and will ever be. That is your truth every single day. That you're not a slave to man, but a friend of God, Jesus. So my assignment for you this week or weekend is lean into the uncertainty of what God is calling into you into. Lean into the uncertainty of where God is calling you and lean into, lean into the uncertainty, uncertainty of what God is telling you to do. When a circumstance look, looks amiss, 
What is God telling you in that moment? Because God is never causing you to worry. God's spirit does not carry fear. It doesn't carry confusion. It doesn't carry anger. It doesn't carry worry. It doesn't carry fast, a, 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 a rush pace. Remember, Jesus never ran anywhere. Even when he was late. <laughs> that was crazy. He walked. Because Jesus knew. He understood the concept of rest. And he never allowed the enemy to call him out of a place of rest. Ever. Ever. Even when he was tempted. Never. He, he never gave the enemy control over his emotions, his being, to trigger him. He, oh, he was never predictable. Why? Why was Jesus never predictable? Why? Because Jesus understood. I have the control when I'm able. I have the control when I am able to let go. Really, I'm really in control when I let go. That's where true control is. When I let go. Jesus was never predictable because he understood that control comes from dependence. Control comes from letting go. And letting go is as a result of the dependence on God. He never let his flesh in. Always operate from a place in the spirit. I don't know. I'm going to finish with this. I don't know if y'all watched the James Kawalaya um, testimony, but there was this one part where he talked about how he was trying to destroy this church and how all he had to do was cause a woman in the church who had harbored unforgiveness for her for, for from for her mother. All he had to do was cause her to walk in the flesh. So he sent someone to start talking about her mom in front of her and she got triggered and immediately she went into anger. And when you go into anger, you enter your flesh. You're no longer in the things of the spirit because now when you give someone control over your emotions, they can press any button they like. And that proved my point even further. We're too predictable because we're letting the enemy trigger push our buttons but what would it look like if the enemy pushed your button and your response was completely different it's discombobulating it's confusing enemy won't know what to do and also let us remove that inner critic let's stop listening to the inner critic so much that we're it's blocking the voice of god in our life because the inner critic will kill you my friend it will kill you because it will always tell you what you're not doing but God will always show you what you are doing and how far you have come because that is the truth. Everything else is just noise. So I will leave you here telling you, you are a child of God. Live in, live, live in that authority. It's available to you. You are a servant of God and you are okay. All right. Thank you all for listening, for tuning in. I'm sorry for being a ghost <laughs> and disappearing for a little bit, but I am back and 
I cannot wait to see you guys next week but one. (laughs) Please don't be hard on yourself. Let me send you off with a prayer. Lord, I thank you for such an amazing moment with you. Um, Papa, I thank you for allowing us into your presence. I just pray for whoever is listening that as I go out into this week, this month, this year, ending of the year, that Lord, you help them. Help them understand what rest means to them. What it, what does it look like for them? What do you want it to be for them? Lord, that they may be comforted by your spirit, allowing them to fall into your arms and away from their efforts. I thank you. We thank you for the reality that we are your children, that there's nothing that we could ever do that could separate us from you. Help us be aware of your presence. Continue to love on us and give us the ability to love on you. And Holy Spirit, we give you access to our hearts. Bless whoever is on the other side of the screen. Father, you know what they need. I pray for them and I pray that you protect them physically and spiritually. That they may know that they are the light of the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys. Thank you so much for staying. I will see you guys soon. Bye.